fuck the whole industry. Uh, try to get rid of me. Yeah, yeah. Pace to the J's. Pace to the J's. Yep. Let's get to it. No clicks, no gossip. Just two brothers talk about shit brothers talk about. Peace to the motherfucking J's, God. How you today? Yeah, I bought my freedom with karma, dog. <sighs> Amen to that. I promise you, I bought my freedom with karma. Just for those who really don't understand that concept is, is that I done ran these streets a long time. Yeah, but you actually epitomize it. And admire people for whatever it is they do. You know, I know people will love you no matter what it is that you do, as long as you're yourself. Yeah, I got a lot of fucking haters, though. You know, but a lot of times, you know, I took care of dudes who may not even deserve it. <laughs> Talk know, about sure it. They had their money right, make sure they, you know, I, I used to buy beepers for dudes when they first came home from jail, you know, and Brrr. that was not Brrr. a beat. Amen. And we talking, you know, a, a long time ago. Hold on, hold on. What, what, what's that line you like to use when you talk about your Benz? I mean, your Beamers? Got the um, <laughs> got the new Nextel, not the not the gray, but the new black. Not the old black, but the, the new, new gray. Ah, yeah, uh, so, so at the end of the day, shout out to Fab, by the way. Some cases didn't deserve it. And I don't say all cases. My man Ron Little took what I gave him and he flourished. Other dudes have, you know, taken and accepted, you know, what I was able to give them and move forward and did well. There's other dudes like, you know. They ain't make it. <laughs> that just flopped. But I say that I bought my freedom because as a result of the karma, I never went to jail. Now, I've been criticized over the years. You know, dudes have not said to my face, but said to other dudes, yo, that nigga do ain't put the work in. He really ain't do his thing. He this, that, and the other. But why would they say that, though? uh, They said that because they feel like because I haven't been to jail, I hadn't um, been successful. And Uh, then part of success is going to jail. No, sir. I mean, my thing is this. When you look at a... um, Freddie, um, Frank Matthews, and uh, what's the other dude's name? Um, Maya Lansky, and all these dudes that were successful and got away with it. Talk you about would it. think that's your intention when you're doing crime. It's to not go to jail. Crime and you want to get away with it. Um, you know? Undoubtedly. Oh, you know what? Funny story. Um, So, if you look at my WhatsApp, my WhatsApp says, on my Maya Lansky shit. And the reason... I chose the pseudonym. Ah, remember that one? Um, Maya Lansky is because you are Lucky Luciano. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm as lucky as Luciano. 
But but oh look, um, in, in that line of thinking, isn't it better to beat the case? Like so, like what you go no, to trial and exactly. and not go to jail. It's not even about the cases. I never even had a case. Now, nah, but what I'm saying is, you know, my thing is, if you want to be a criminal, you think that you will want to get away with crime, but they're discrediting me because I got away with the crime. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like when you look at dudes, like let's say um, Teflon Don, right? He beat mad cases, right? He in in technically, he did go to jail, but he never went to prison because he beat the cases. So, why is going to jail this badge of honor? When it's, it's definitely a badge of honor. That's actually what I was just thinking. I, I I understand why people say that. Yo, did dude did his time? He sat on it. He ain't snitched nobody out. He came back to the streets or whatever. It's all good, but like you said, the ultimate is not to go to jail. No, but what I'm, I, whoa, 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 whoa! I never said that. You never, no, sir. No, the thing is, I didn't tell anybody to be free. I just didn't get the cases. Now I'm saying, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's not go. Let's pause on that because <laughs> Jesse May and John C ain't building no rats, kid. They ain't birth none of that. I did what I did. Sub, sub, supplement, whatever's the word I'm Yeah, that's the word supplement. The, you know, the rest. So, Yo, the uh, fact is, I should have went to uh, Daytona Beach Community College. Beach, <laughs> Goddamn right. That being at still New York, you'd be closer to Europe. No, everybody thinks that. That's why that's I didn't go into. That's why I didn't go into the Navy. Oh, okay. Why I didn't go to Florida? Did I ever tell you that story? Mm, well, we're gonna hear it now. No, we're gonna finish your story first. Then we're gonna get into my no, story. No, we're gonna get to your story. We, we All right. Back. So what happened is um, I was all set to go to Daytona Beach Community College. They had sent me a nice package. They were going to pretty much pay for everything. They were going to set me up by the beach, um, go down there and play ball. Um, mommy had called. Yo, unbeknownst to me, Mommy had called Vicky. Um, Vicky is our cousin, our older cousin. She's a, she was a teacher at that time. She has since gone on to be a principal and retire from the Daytona Beach you know, school system. <clears throat> Talked to her and she talked to her husband. They was like, "We got, we got that nigga. Don't even worry, Aunt Jesse. We got him. He come down here, he covered. But if I went to Florida, I wasn't gonna come back home to my mama. That is the reason. Everybody thinks it was because of my girlfriend Keisha at the time. That's why I didn't go into the Navy. I didn't go to college in Florida because I didn't want. I knew if I went to college in Florida, I would love it and never come home to my mama. And the best thing I could ever do would be around that woman." Mm. She thought you didn't want to be your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't want to. Hold on. I, and you know what? I understand that. But Florida bitches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about it. I mean, you know. So, Jay, what my father. I wasn't that good at doing. Um, when you went to school. 
school with the partial scholarship they offered you. They mm-hmm. offered um, cap and tell as well. And I don't know if this still stands, but at the time, only one child per household was allowed the cap and the tell per year. So I didn't know that to be true, but all right. Salary, oh, they made grip. At the time, what it was, yeah, yeah, I got They you. only offered it to one of us. They couldn't separate. So I, um, with the $5,000 they gave us both for graduating high school, I bought a floor model physique, I bought my first motorcycle, and I paid for my tuition. Hold up. You've been on a ninja ever since, too, haven't you? Yeah, I've been on bikes ever since. No, no, well, specifically a ninja. Um, I've kept a ninja over the years. I had a Yamaha. I've had BMW bikes. I've had a few different bikes. I kept it like now I got a Ninja Z14. Yeah, because you, I remember that first bike was like a Ninja, right? That first bike yeah. was a Ninja ES5. So, um, you gotta stop saying um, too. Um, okay. <laughs> no, it sounds like researching. It doesn't look like anything until I know. Video. video podcast going. Yo, you wanna know what funny thing? I, um, a teacher, a, a college professor, got in trouble for that. Basically saying, um, so he was a linguistics teacher, and this this actually went viral. He was talking about filler words. Um, is a filler word like when you're trying to figure out what to say, you say um, um, hum, hum, and he was like, "There's a jap was a jap Japanese word, and a Japanese word is naka." So he was going and like the Japanese filler word is naka. So you would be like, whatever Japanese naka naka naka. And a chick was like, yo, he said nigga like five times. Yeah. <laughs> they, went, they went to like the board on this dude. But when it comes to filler words, I mean, as culturally, we always say things like, you know what I'm saying. Now, you know what I'm saying is kind of like motherfucker. It means like 40 different things. And you can go, well, you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying. But you can say, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's a mm. question. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, Right, you know, hold up, hold up, nigga. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Right. So many different things. You know what I'm saying. It's it's that that un, what is that unsaid knowledge between two people. You know what I'm saying. So yo, I went out with these chicks. So what happened? You know what I'm saying. But listen, um, we we I, I always like to come back around because that was one of the critiques, and thank you. Um, the families at the time could not, for two children, get cap and tell at the same time, depending on their economic wealth. Copy. Um, we were the well same off. Age at the same time, going basically to college the same year. So again, they didn't offer it to both of us. Again, Sadly, had I not got left back. I know the whole. You bought a um, bike and a TV, uh, a big ass TV too, yeah, right? The, the floor model TV because I needed to have that for my room. Definitely. And uh, that probably was the start of the man cave at that point. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna so, say yeah. Oh, shout to man cave Monday. What? Shout to man cave Monday. <laughs> what? Um. So. Let's talk about I that Reggie the Jackson. And it was an aid to me. Actually, one of her professors 
Hold on, hold on. You know that. Hold on, hold on. You know that you talking about some old shit with a professor called you baby. They don't do that now. She was like, no, you certainly were. You were in my class when my, your mother was pregnant with you. And now you're back in my class. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hold on. No, think about that. Like, not only not only were you in it, yes, very much in her class, but um, she remembered that and was like, eh. well, her and Ma were very, very close. Now, I understand. So was, um, they were actually, they went from, you know, professor, student to colleagues. So, yeah. You know, so this, so this this had to be when she was getting a master's, right? When she was getting a master's. Right, okay. So, no. No, no, maybe a bachelor's, because she got her master's. No, I thought she, it had to be that, because no, no, no. she went she to Hunter. after we were born. Oh, okay. Three years after. But, depending on how long, she stood, she could have still been in her, but she likely was, was going for her master's. Yeah, either way. Shout out to the godmother, Helen Murray. Ha. Uh. I mean, I love my godmother. She sacrificed everything for education. She um, went to school. She got, as far as her PhD, her and Betty Shabash were colleagues. Shout out to Betty I Shabash. didn't know that. That's my best friend, Carmen's aunt. But that's a whole other story. Uh, you got a lot of... You, you, no, no, you. Carmen is my absolute end-all, be-all best friend. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying... George, of course, G is from a kid. Chino is my man. My youngest, Theo. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. But, you shouted out Chino. So, quick commercial, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get your hair cut in front of your door, please contact Platinum and Gold Experience on Instagram. They have a number. I don't have it in front of me. Shout out to that dude. We shout him at the end for sure. Definitely. So, um, she went our entire life and sacrificed everything. I, I, I met this before. Did you now? She mentioned Holly Murray. And in her regrets, she said, I had to forego children for my career. And I think my godmother did the same thing. She was a very, very brilliant professor. I actually had a supervisor at my job who worked under her at Mega Evers College. God damn. Based on the relationship, well, he was her subordinate, basically. No, I'm just saying, you're Kevin Bacon. She complained about me, and she was like, basically, leave my godson the fuck alone. Nigga. and he, I buddy, hold on. Yeah, I know you didn't. Hold on, but this is the thing. You you are Kevin Bacon. Am I? Yeah, you know that Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? You can connect anybody to Kevin Bacon in Six Degrees? Yes. Yeah, you just sat here and basically put Vivica Fox, yes. uh, the Honorable Betty Shabazz, mm-hmm. in close proximity to you. No, I'm just saying. You know, it's it's such a sacrifice, you know, when you forego everything else for a goal. And goals are important though. No, but she got a PhD and everything. She was a affluent professor, you know, over there. And she basically went into obscurity. They found her dead. Um, she she just <sighs> and, and her family found her dead. She had no children, nobody you know, that was close to her. I mean, it's actually some time. Betty Shabazz had already passed away. 
and it was actually some time before they found her dead because she didn't have the bonds and the closeness. I mean, I find guilt in... Now, another thing that Vivica Fox mentioned, how much her nieces and nephews and her godchildren were important to her because of that. And in that same flow, um, I feel like had I been closer to her, you know, we, you know, I would have known that maybe she passed away. I would have recognized it. But hindsight um, is 2020. Yeah, hindsight is 2020 because remember, but we niggas was in the streets by then. I was in the street, but that doesn't absolve me of wrongdoing. Nah, I'd be, I mean. Closer to my God. And, you know, knowing that she didn't have any kids, I, I really should have made an effort. You know, as much as I was in Brooklyn every day hustling. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was down the block. It you sure know, was. I should have made an effort to go there. And she probably would have, you know, said some inspirational as she always did and made me do something, you know, significantly different while I was hustling. You know what's funny? What? Even though we didn't have the same godparents, we had the same godparents. Well, we shared, you know, godparents. <laughs> we went through, it, it, was, it was difficult, you know, with us growing up to not share things because we were so close in age. Yeah. So it seemed that anything that you had, I had too. So the cool oh, thing was most of my godparents had... Hold on, hold on. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me be clear. When he's talking about the Klufas, he's talking about Robert and Elise Klufa. They were my godparents. They were affluent. They were Jewish. And it is important to say that because in today's society, it is important to mention not I, not just our differences, but the fact that I did have two Jewish godparents uh, because of my dad, right? But the first... <laughs> but what was the first car you drove? First car I drove, I think, was an Audi. No, sir. Oh, Mercedes. That's right. Yeah, Hold up. The Mercedes dropped, boy. Let's talk about it. He did allow us to drive his Mercedes convertible. What was we, eight? Yeah. What he do? He said, "Yo, sit in my lap. I'm gonna hit the brake of the gas. You just gotta stay." Hold up, and I couldn't drive for shit. I almost put us in the ditch. But you, sir, <laughs> you took to that wheel tight, baby. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Amen. That always sounded weird to me. Sound crazy, right? Ma, that's it. That was Ma's colleague. And um, as I was going to my first day, that was like the pre-registration period. I was going my mm-hmm. first day, and my father says to me, don't go to that school, you're going to embarrass your mother. Like, pull me to the side and said that. I don't know why the fuck he would do that. This is what he done. I mean, that's just our relationship, you know. Um, This is why I say that he really didn't have much faith in my ability. You were better than me. I don't know why. You and Brenda, you know, y'all were all naturally smart. He did not have any faith in me being naturally smart. And I I self-sabotaged. I promise you that. Because of that, he made me sabotage. I I went, my my ideal was, you know what, I'm going to prove him wrong. Yeah. I'm definitely proving him wrong. I'm going in and kill it and prove him wrong. Definitely. um, You should have. You know, you want to talk about six degrees of separation. Mm Mm-hmm. 
girlfriend's mother was my classmate in Psych 101. Yeah, I know that was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. No, so once I did that, uh, again, Hold up, because you got to call her Glenda, and I'm like, Ms. McGriff. <laughs> listen, listen. I had cash, so I switched over to John Jay College of Criminal Justice, thinking that I could potentially be a lawyer. Oh, when you I told me there, this story. You didn't tell them this story. No, when I got there, uh-huh. there was a class called Police Science. It was like one of the mandatory classes that you were coming in. Well, hold, hold on. Let's, let's be clear. John Jay is... A New York City, um, what, uh, what is it? Soon, a CUNY, right? So, C- City University of New York. It uh-huh. is John Jay School of Criminal Justice. Yeah, John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Yeah. So, no, no, I need to because when you're saying this, it, they don't, they might not know if we have listeners who are not from the New York City area. Okay. But it's a pretty. Um, I don't want to go as far as to say affluent. Hold on, hold on. They heard of it. Because Renee. Because, yeah, yeah. Yes. On her way home from John Jay. That's right. That could have been John Jay High School. Uh, so, listen. They got a John Jay? <laughs> All day, baby. Shout out to Mr. Chief. So, uh, yeah. I went to school there, and old big buck Cassandra from Parkwest High School <laughs> lives around the corner, so that was like a perk. You said a perk. It was definitely a perk, baby. You wasn't going to school every day. <laughs> oh, like that thing you sent me. Rest in peace to Cassandra. Ooh, really? Yeah. We are at that age, huh? Uh, yeah. God damn. At any rate, I go to the school. I, I, I get a full schedule. 12 credits, I think it is. 12. And um, yeah. one of my classes was police science. So when I went in there, I was a bit because again we were hustling and we were hustling and I walk in the class and it's full of police of course it is entirely full of police I couldn't understand why <laughs> what I've grown to understand listen what I've grown to understand was that it was a class that police take in order to enhance their exam scores yeah so if you pass police science then you can get a sergeant you know you can pass the sergeant's exam yeah, detectives certain, exam certain stuff like that Well, we can talk about that later. I can't say stupid. Uneducated. Most of them are uneducated. No, no, no. Most of them are high school graduates. Well, they were. Servicemen. Servicemen, I don't think, are necessarily stupid, but. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think that they have any sense. No, you know what it is? And I'll tell you this because I remember reading an article about a guy who sued a New York City, a New York police department was upstate because they denied him because he was really smart. And he lost because they don't really want, and, and this and, and when you mention soldiers, they, they do not encourage education. They don't want you to be but so smart, right? Because they want you to be able to follow orders without question. Without question. If they tell you to jump on that fucking grenade, they don't want you to be like, well, why the fuck should I jump on the grenade? They want you to jump on the fucking grenade. So when you say they ain't smart, it's not necessarily that they aren't smart. They aren't people who are smart enough to question well, they, orders again, they don't encourage at all you know education at all so you get this class it's police science they tell you how to police and they tell you so many different things but again primarily the police in attendance so say it was 30 or 40 people in the class 29 or 30 of them were police no already. 
if you said twenty, if you said thirty, twenty nine, and you, twenty nine, and you. Yeah, okay, that makes so, sense, too. Um, and they spoke very candidly. They I'm sure they did. Because they thought, hold on, because if you was in John Jay in that class, you, you could not, and, and you can't possibly be a criminal. You know, so they figured I wasn't a criminal, I wasn't a nigga, because if I was a nigga, I certainly couldn't have been in class with them. So <laughs> I don't know why. Candidly. And in their candor, <laughs> yeah, they um, told me what they look for when they stop people in the street. What they look for when they, you know, um, their basic assessment and even their racial assessment. They didn't say nigga in the class, but they sure you know, meant it. They sure um, inferred. <laughs> Good answer. You know? So um, they went through this whole class and they, they basically taught me what they look for when they were making arrests. Doing their stop and frisk. Stop and frisk, all these things. Illegal stop so and frisk. After a while, I knew that. Um, it was going to be a great deal of work to be a lawyer. And I still had a, you know, kind of a, a small at that time, very small criminal history at that time. But I was able to employ everything they taught me in that class. That's oh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he just explained to you why education is important. So, it don't sound like it, but it, he just did. I, I went to school for crimes. <clears throat> and I figured if you're going to be a criminal, you should know a great deal about crimes. Hold up. In that now, class, they taught me a great deal about crime. You know, it's, it's, it, the irony is that goes back to people saying you wasn't really down because you didn't go to jail because they say criminals, like a dude will go in for petty theft and come back a jewel thief when he goes to jail because he gets right. his criminal education in jail. Right. You I went to school. Talk about it. Well, when you look, when they when they tell you what they're looking for, you learn not to be that. Listen, I did learn not to be that. I learned to dress a certain way, walk a certain way. I used to have a chick on my arm. Um, shout to the arm chick. Hey. <laughs> shout to the arm piece. Hey. I chick one time, I said, yo, I'm going to the club. She was like, oh, you going by yourself? I said, you know I ain't going. I ain't going to be seen in the street with nothing on my arm. She said, buy a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, and you, know, you know it's shameful to be seen without I said, you know, something, I on your arm. Without something nice on my arm. Damn right. Get you, a you know, it's funny. That was that was really in the, in the old days, like up until let's say we when we came up. That was the yeah, standard. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When we start, when we came up. When we came up, you always had something nice on your arm. Yeah, you until know, until we went to high school. Part of you know that criminal aura. Matching stoles. You know, I'm sorry, matching fur coats, baby. Yeah, yeah, you definitely had to have something nice on your arm. You know, if you were being seen publicly. Yeah. You know, and even when I was coming up as a young dude. And we're not even talking about pimps and hoes, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about actual get it in the street. Get some money, yeah. Um, even the dudes who was in the jury, was in the, what's the name? Um, it was crazy how I saw these people, you know, because. One of the older dudes, he was a number runner at the time, you know, yeah. and I saw him like he was it. He was doing pretty well with the numbers, but he wouldn't give me a job. I said, come on, you ain't got a steady girlfriend. You ain't married. And I couldn't understand why he felt that way. 
you know, like, I can't trust you because you're not my baby. You can't trust me because I don't have a wedding ring on. But part of their upbringing is, is you want to trust somebody. You get to see them. You see them in family life, and you see that they're respectful and responsible before they put you on. So shout out to Mr. Anderson for not giving me a job for the number home. I got hot anyway, so. You, uh, you should have turned them on to me. I definitely got that job. But the, but, uh, but the so I one thing I do say that um, my brother never, you know, went into business. You know, he never, you know, crossed that line. I think he sold a joint one time, a loose joint, in sixth grade or seventh grade. Oh, it was eighth grade, but yeah. And and the crazy part is this: as guilty as I've been over the years, I always used to spend. I'm gonna tell Mar, you sold a loose joint. Anyway, I, I would yeah. bribe him with that shit, but moving forward, nah, we, he never really had any involvement in, you know, my, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, unquote, crime. you're gonna have these people think I am the absolute. Yo, it's, you know what's iron? The irony of that is somehow my thing got changed. My thing got changed. It's not a picture of me smoking a cigar. It's the yin and yang when my so laptop opens up. Clearly. So, but no, I'm saying you can have these people think I'm 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 a squeaky clean guy. Yeah, let's not. I like staying married. Um, far exceeded. Prior to marriage, John spent more time pimping than a regular pimp. So uh, we don't have to talk about crime. Yeah, no time for crime. Chasing chicks and wearing clothes. Telemarketer. <laughs> and this telemarketer was on the phone Thursday. She was at the crib crying. I need to say no more. Listen. Proclivity. When I was in it, I could spit that game, baby. But them so, days was long behind me, man. I go to CC Richards to get a rap system. And JD is with me. Um, the dude ended up, this guy Nathan, he ended up being an amazing salesman. Oh, that's the dude I told you don't fuck with? Yeah. Okay. So I call my weird, I tell her, I say, yo, bring me X amount of cash under the mattress, whatever, whatever. Bought all this shit. He said, I'm like, I'm sitting there a lot of money. You got me. What's the name? John goes, no. No. <laughs> fuck no. that nigga. I'm like, yo, I'm getting ready to make me some money. He's like, nah, dude. He said, if you never listen to me, listen to me now. If you never listen to me, listen to me now. <laughs> I listen to him. Nathan died of an OD. <laughs> 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 They've been looking for your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, B. They've been looking for your ass. Oh, I mean, no, nah, I'm, I'm saying it, it, it was what it was when it was. Um, I just got lucky that time trying to. I don't. Um, I see that we do it. The um, uh, I'm trying. I was trying to be a big brother. Honestly, I, did, I just wanted to make sure that you didn't get any trouble. I mean, like, those things are difficult because, especially, and I hate to be a racist piece of shit. He's a white guy, and he looked really shady. To be honest with you, he didn't look like somebody you could trust to. So I guess being white didn't have anything to do with it. He just didn't look like the kind of dude that you wanted to do business with, you know what I mean? Like, 
oh, here we go with the colloquialisms and the filler words. He wasn't the kind of dude you wanted to... I, to me, he didn't look like the kind of dude you wanted to do business with. He looked like the kind of dude that, as soon as the pressure was on, that nigga was going to fold. Well, Give it up to everybody. Trying to recoup. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'm about to get this TV for free because you' about to buy all my shit. You know, so. But that being what it was, you know, I move forward and and I say that I don't have any regrets. You know, mm -hmm. my freedom helping other people. You know, the setback is that I had bailed somebody out one time. Okay. I told the whiz, I said, "Yo, go under the mattress with me." Whatever it was. Whatever the amount was. Bail them out. And she was really like, normally she, for me, she bringing this, my money, I don't really care, whatever. But she seemed very apprehensive at this point. And I'm like, yo, what was going on? Why, what's up? She was like, nothing. I was like, why? why? She said, you always help your friends. And it was just such a profound statement at that time because it like, like took my breath away. Like, yo, I regret not sending my kids to private school. Mm. I regret um, not taking trips with them. I always sent them on trips. You know, I sent my baby to Dubai a couple of years back. <sighs> Nigga, you should have sent me. You know, I mean, I was able to do some things. You know, actually, I'm sending Dougal to Dubai for his 30th birthday. That's very nice. Um, I was able to do a, a, a great many things because of the the monetary rewards of being who you were afforded me but did you say being outside being outside yeah we outside <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, talking like a youngster now there, baby you know, boy i won't confess to any problems no no i'm not saying that i'm yeah, saying you outside. said you was outside. was outside that's the new thing that they all say we outside no, no, no. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the one thing that I hate almost more than anything is the smell of outside. That We will get into that conversation at another time. You know what I'm saying, the smell of outside. I don't know how these people want that shit in their clothes when they do their laundry, but I disgust the smell of outside. Yes, it disgusts me. Oh, it disgusts me, yes, yes. Hold up. But when it came down in the eighties and nineties, I was I was outside. Those regrets I have, I could have done a great deal more for my family. You know, I took care of that mother. I ain't gonna lie. Hold on. By the way, it ain't just Southside. Everybody say we outside. We outside. I took care of that mother, but that mother was. I don't want to get a podcast where we overwhelm you with. Yeah, our mother was everything. She was this. Because I think that probably everybody thinks their mother was everything. They do. Our mother was, was definitely something. But listen, listen. Everybody's mother is everything to them. So when you say our mother was everything, she was everything because she was everything to us. But in this situation, my mother, I, I want to say that she never knew I was blind, and that would be a lie. Mm. She asked my brother if I was a criminal, and... Flat out fucking face. lied. With a straight face. I don't know who the fuck told you. Excuse me. I don't know who told you that, Ma. And I question their loyalty to you to tell you some foolishness like that. But they're a liar. So, like <laughs> I said, 
Hold on, I kind of didn't say they were a liar, yeah. but I I cast a lot of doubt on their credibility. <laughs> you understand me? I was going flat. I didn't flat out be like, yo, they lying. But I was kind of shit as that. I, no, I said no. no. <laughs> she, she would not accept ill-gotten gain. That's what she would always say. Oh, well, well, I don't know where you got this from, but I won't be accepted in the ill-gotten gain. Okay. So I says, um, you know, so... I would show her my check stubs and I would buy her stuff with my check because I was able, because of her, to maintain a job since I was 18. Yo, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? What's that? Surprised you didn't hand it to me. Huh? Surprised. She would have just. Yeah, because you would have just took it from me. Yeah, she definitely just took it from you. Because I'm a fucking sucker. I'm the absolute nerd guy. So she would have definitely took it from you without. I am the nine to fiver. Hold up, this the funny shit. She knew when you got paid because y'all got paid same time. Well, you got to think she had... Been retired, yeah, 1987, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Born in 26, 26 to 55 was what? Don't do that. 86, sorry, 36, 46, 56, 76. No, 66, 76, 86, you would have been 60 years old. Yeah, so, so she was 62 when I was 20. She 65, so 81. So now we still in junior high school. God damn. Yeah, she retired 65, 81. She retired when you were in the seventh grade. Um, She took me to work with her the day that she retired. Yeah, I was still in the sixth grade, though. You were in the sixth grade. But Again. Again. At all. I was a fucking asshole. I told, we told that story last week, which, which is the, which I find really funny, right? Because this guy, I mean, we literally had a fucking fight, physical altercation. I was not suspended. I was not kicked out of school. And then he goes on to tell me he's having problems conceiving. He and his wife are having problems conceiving. Now, the irony of that is, and I explained this the other day, years later, I had the same problem. And because, and this is how connected we are, I am to John Callow, because he was one of the first people to do in vitro fertilization, which back in those days, they called it test tubes, and that's where we got the, right. I ended up, my wife and I ended up doing in vitro fertilization. It's, it's absolutely crazy. I think about that all the time. Even though I don't say it, I think about that all the time. But uh, what are we going to name this? All our podcast issue episodes have names, and we just literally talking. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because I thought we was talking about Jesus babies. That's what you told me. Well, that's what we were gonna talk about. All right. Um. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't. I'm just saying we can talk about Jesus baby next. Oh. Mm, on a 45 minute show, we got about five ten minutes. But yo, really quick. So remember, I talk about my the reason I got a vasectomy, and I had that rant where I almost I was literally breaking down, folks. Until my brother told that said that thing about not being able to make jokes, I promise you I was going to be crying on the fucking airwaves. They repealed Roe versus Wade. I'm ex- I, yo, you know what? And people think I'm crazy when I say that. I'm I'm fucking excited. I am so happy they re- they they 
got rid of Roe versus Wade. And I'm going to tell you why. And it's not what you think. I am an anti-abortion person. Personally, I don't believe in abortions. Personally. But as a human being, I believe everyone has the right to do with their body as they see fit. As long as they don't are not harming someone else. Like, don't put a poison that you could communicate easily into your body to poison a bunch of people. But if you have a fetus, and remember, they call these things fetuses. They don't actually call them babies. The baby, but they only start calling them babies in the third trimester. Until then, it's a fetus. All right? If a woman wants to have an abortion, she should have an abortion. Period. And since everybody's on this religious bullshit, judge not lest ye be judged for by what measure you judge so shall you be judged those are the words of Christ the other thing is your motherfuckers keep it in your pants no more side chicks for you niggas cause you can't run off You're, and I'm not talking about regular dudes I'm talking about straight up rich dudes right who run off will tell you these televangelist fuckers and all them niggas will run around and tell you, oh, uh, having premarital sex and extramarital sex is, is a crime and it's against God. God will strike you down. And then you find out he got five, six, 20 fucking kids on the side or he done had some poor little girl. Hey, and I'm talking about some... Alright, and he done had five, six, twelve abortions from some little girl for a bunch of little girls. Fuck out of here. And I don't really have a position that much because I'm on socialism but but I am a married man. I will never be doing that again. You know, um experience with abortion, not to a really high degree, but Oh, I I had I've known a I asked a girl to get one before. Is that a Louis Vuitton dop kit? That is actually my medicine bag. Well, I know you use it for medicine, but that's a dop kit, right? You don't know what a dop kit is. All right, dop kit, that's where you put your shaving stuff. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. They call it a travel bag. Mm, yeah, no. That's what they call it now. Because that's what it's for. It's the travel when you put your... But it's actually, I don't shave, so that's just my medication. Bag. I do. Shave vigorously, cause when I don't, I look like a twelve-year-old child. And hold on, you see how quickly I changed the fucking subject. No, the topic was. <laughs> no. But you gotta think that people, you know, have these relationships, and then you know, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as it ain't my mama, I, I can't. I don't really care. By the way. This is where you're supposed to kick in with your baritone voice and say, this is protected. Understand that we are sitting here today, today, because I motherfucking lied. She told them people in 1968 that she was under 40 years old. We talk about, and this is before Roe versus Wade. My mother would have been a 40-year-old woman and told them she was a 40-year-old woman having a baby. They'd have got rid of us. Medically. That's the bullshit. No, I understand. No, no, I understand that. We were. But what I'm saying to you is, they talk about this anti-abortion shit and all this bullshit up until 1973 or maybe later. My mother 
any woman over the age of 40, they just said, nah, bitch, you can't be doing that. Yo, but what would they would? How would they have gotten rid of these babies? They these these. I'm sorry, these fetuses. They got the vacuum popping. Zoop. Oh, he's about to play the music. I guess it's my time to stop. Anyway, ladies, no, 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 no. Oh, right. All day. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to say again. At all. Shout out to Platinum and Gold Experiences. You can catch them on Instagram. Uh, call that dude, Chino. Tell him you need a cut. Tell him the Peace to the G's podcast sent you doing JD. You know what I'm saying? Love to the con. Um, what else did I want to say today? Um, oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this has been the Peace to the G's podcast, a.k.a. the 15% podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's nothing like knowing who you are, acting like who you are. That's why we get to do this all the time. He's the gangster and I'm the nerd. And ladies and gentlemen, we can't do anything but love each other. And love yourselves, love everything else, love everyone else. And uh, you got two. Peace to the G's.